back. I sound like I have a cold. Something is happening. I'm not really sure, but um, we are back with a podcast. Also, this is out on a Tuesday. You're all welcome. I have finally finished all of my two months, month and a half of travel every weekend being busy as shit all of the things. I have Labor Day coming up this weekend and I am the most excited. Although maybe not as excited as um, Alfred, the puppy in the background who had got two new toys today and he's just rampaging on the couch with his new toys. But I digress. Um, I have no plans over Labor Day. I will repeat, I currently have no actual plans. Um, I'm very, very excited. I'm so hyped to do nothing. I want to talk about my September goals and doing nothing kind of plays into those. But if you are new here, welcome. What are we doing here? That is a great question. We, I ask myself every single week when I'm able to record a podcast. The title kind of says it all. Whatever Laura wants, it is everything. It is nothing. It is me complaining, me telling you about my life, pop culture things, a little bit of everything, a lot of nothing, Um, but I appreciate that you're here. So, I feel like I don't even know where to start. Maybe we should start with September goals. So, as we know, I have been hella busy, all the traveling, all the concerts, all the trips. I decided my wallet could use a break. My waistline could use a break. My liver could probably use a break as well. So I'm going to share with you my five five September goals that I have. Perhaps we can hold each other accountable. One of them affects you, dear listener. So without further ado, Laura's September goals for 2022. Number one. I'm going to finally, finally, finally finish watching Vanderpump Rules. How will I accomplish this, you might ask? Well, it kind of ties into my get healthy, stop sniffling kind of mantra. I like to have a TV show when I'm doing workouts at home. I've decided it is my goal to get through all of Vanderpump and Vanderpump. I will watch it in my spare time. I will also watch it when I am working out. I am currently... I think on the 10th episode of season seven, there are nine seasons total. Please enjoy the song of Alfred's new teddy bear shoe toy. Um, So I'm halfway through season seven. There's nine seasons total. The ninth season is not yet on Hulu. So I feel like that kind of gives me a barrier. I have to get through season seven. I have to get through 24 episodes of season eight. And then perhaps something will appear on Hulu and I'll have season nine. So finally, years in the making, I'm going to finish Vanderpump Rules. Number two, record and release four podcast episodes. I don't think I'm going to count this one because this is technically still August and we just got to get back into a routine. I am going to do a podcast episode every single week Whether it is a full episode or not, I am much, 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 much less busier in September. I say this now. Someone can hold me to it. But we're going to get back to podcast recording. I 
also along the same lines of needing to stop spending money, have been promising that I'm going to start doing video with this. You know what that requires? Um, spending more money. I have a photo like backdrop thing that I could use for video. Have I ever used it? No. Therefore, I need a backdrop to go along with said backdrop holder, which would require me to spend money, and I need to stop doing that. As I said earlier with Alfred and his toys, I keep telling myself to stop spending money, and then he got two new toys today. So, we're on a great path, but it's technically still August, so I suppose we'll see what happens next month. But also, let me pause and stop him from chewing on things, so please hold. Okay, we are back. He is not being as bad as I thought he was, but we'll see. So, spend less money. Don't buy a podcast backdrop, even though I really want to because I've been talking about it for a full year. But we'll see. So, please expect an episode a week from me in September. Thank you. Goal number three goes along with goal number four. Uh, your girl got chubby during the <laughs> six weeks that she was traveling the world, going to all the concerts and eating all the things. Not that I'm not chubby to begin with, but you know, a little extra fluff, if you will. We're going to get back into the working out. I'm going to start running. And when I say run, it is a very loose term. I don't think I ever actually run. It's more of a light jog combined with a walk, a wog, if you will. So we're going to run, walk, jog three times a week. All of this in the hopes to lose a grand total of five pounds. People were asking me, why don't you just change your diet? And I said, if only it was that easy. When I change my diet, because I don't normally eat like a garbage person constantly, dieting has never changed my weight ever in any capacity. I can cut out alcohol, nothing happens. I can cut out soda, nothing happens. Like I said, I don't eat normally like a huge trash person all of the time. Nothing happens. If I don't work out, my fat little body stays as fat as it is. So we are going to run three times a week, lose five pounds. Great. Also, you may recall at the beginning of the year when I laid out my New Year's resolutions, one of those was to read before bed every night. Have I been doing that? Of course not. So my only September goal is to read slash finish a book. I do have a couple books started, have yet to decide if I'm going to let myself count a book that I've already started, or if I just need to start from scratch, read a whole ass book. I'm sure I can do it. I have the ability, along with my TV watching, we'll do some reading. Maybe I should start reading before bed again. The world is my oyster. We shall see. So... Those are my goals. If you can all help me keep accountable, we're just going to be thriving and a lot more healthy. And I would like to say spending less money, but we all know that's not going to happen. But if I'm trying to be healthy, I'm not doing as many things, working out more, that in my head means spending less money. So, um, next, what else have I been up to? Well, we had Chicago, which was my Lady Gaga concert, which was rescheduled from 2020. So Adrian and I went to this concert. Um, she got her wedding dress. I don't think, no, this happened after the fact. Yes, um, Adrian has a wedding dress. We went wedding dress shopping. It was beautiful and fantastic, and she looks gorgeous, and she's so excited about it. 
granted in that moment we had to have a little therapy moment talk it out and then she had to survey people after the fact to see if she picked the right dress she's like i have a pit in my stomach i picked too quickly and i was like bitch no you didn't you've been looking at the re- this dress for months we had seen it in person somewhere else before everything was aligning it was fine the dress has been ordered arrives mid-december for her february wedding We have also locked down that she is going to do Mexico for her bachelorette party, which also full circle ties into my September goals because we got to get a jumpstart on being swimsuit bikini ready for January. I understand it's a little bit of ways, a long ways away, but as we know, fall and winter and all the holidays and all the snacking and all the good food and all the cold weather and being inside, all this can catch up with us. So... Adrian's bachelorette party is my motivation to lose the fluff. I have a countdown on my phone. We have not picked a date yet, but um, stay tuned for shenanigans in January from her bachelorette party when we run it back to Mexico, which I think I've talked about numerous times on here and the infamous hospital trip, stranger's wedding, all the things. Anyway, we went to Chicago. We got her wedding dress. We stared and stared. Stayed in this really nice Airbnb. It was a townhouse thing that was basically built to be an Airbnb. A couple normal levels and then a quote-unquote penthouse level. And it was huge. Definitely too big for two people. Had a great bathtub that we decided we had to buy a bubble bath and do a photo shoot in. The first night we got there, we this is right after we had done the wedding dress shopping. We actually just ordered in food got some wine from the Walgreens down the street and watched Netflix. And everyone was like, what is wrong with you? This is so unlike you guys. Why aren't you going out? Why aren't you going to rage? We were basically like, we have had a hard day. We drove here. We had a very emotional wedding dress shopping appointment. Adrian's dealing with all her feelings. This was my, you know, sixth week in a row with back-to-back plans. We were tired. So, We ordered food, we sat on the couch, we got wine drunk, we watched some Netflix things, which we will talk about later, and it was delightful. The next day, we got up, after sleeping in, we went to brunch, came back, took a nap, got ready for the concert, went to the concert. Um, Wrigley is a great place for a concert, I feel like there's no bad seats there, which I feel like everyone says all the time, but... Could not complain about the seats. It was also only 70-ish degrees, so we were not sweating our faces off, which I highly, highly, highly appreciated. And to no one's shock, Lady Gaga puts on a fan-freaking-tastic show worth the wait. Almost broke down and bought a t-shirt that I did not need, but the lines were so long. And our repeating mantra is don't spend money, so I did not buy a t-shirt. But the concert was amazing. She did not have an opener. So it was two and a half hours of straight Lady Gaga, and it was kind of broken up into acts, so it kind of went through her discology, which I appreciated, but also kind of the big three bangers everyone loves were right at the beginning. So it was like Poker Face, Just Dance, and Bad Romance all at once, and we got them out of the way. Did I almost cry throughout this concert? Uh, Three different times, I think. Naturally, when she did a little intro to Born This Way, and then she was playing it on the piano, got in my feels, but it was so much fun. We got a drink afterward. We got some street tacos. We rode the subway for Adrian's first time. 
just checking off all the boxes. And then we came back and sat on our patio and had a drink there. And then we did our bathtub photo shoot. And it was just a great girls weekend. Lots of relaxing. And then just amazing concert. I have to say, my only complaint is that with all my travels and all the different Airbnbs I've been staying in, people just need to do a little bit better job on cleaning. I feel like there's been that debate going around the internet, again, constantly about Airbnb versus hotel because, you know, the hotel, you get a maid every day. You don't have to run the dishwasher. You don't have to take your own trash out. You don't have to pull the sheets off, whatnot. Agree a thousand percent, but this place was perfect for everything. But some of the dishes were dirty. The floor just was kind of dirty. It just, I don't know. I just feel like people need to take a little bit better care with the cleaners when they have these Airbnbs. I understand they're for groups. The goal is not really to spend a gazillion amounts of time at the Airbnb. But I think we all just need to take a little bit better care of our Airbnb cleaning service going forward. And that is my PSA to Airbnb owners everywhere. Thank you. So we came back from Chicago and it was right into the state fair, which as we know is my favorite time of year. I sang at the horse show for the, I think we were trying to do math and it is not 15 years. I feel like it's more than 15 years. It's gotta be close to 15 years. A long ass time. So Went to the fair, sang there every night, met up with my family a couple nights. My parents volunteered at the craft beer tent. They said they had a great time. They would definitely do it again. Uh, Met my friend Amanda's new boyfriend. (laughs) Shout out to them for being very, very drunk at like 6 p.m. by the time I got there. Uh, My friends at the horse show were like, your people are going to have to leave because they're too loud and too drunk. I was like, well, in my defense, I did not think they were going to be in this state when I got here. But they're really passionate about hearing me sing the national anthem. So here we are. And that was the safe air. Honestly, I feel like I had my... Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. So there is a bar at the safe fair called The Depot. And The Depot has the dance floor. And the dance floor is where you want to be on the weekend nights after about 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. My friend Brittany and I naturally went to the dance floor having ourselves a great time, giant beers, whatnot. But when I tell you, the audacity of disgusting white men, maybe I should not throw weight onto that. All men are trash. Men are stupid and I don't respect them, as the hat says. The audacity of men on the dance floor to approach people, to grind on people, to just come at them and then not leave them alone. It just, it happened multiple times to us on the dance floor. The first guy was talking to us fine. I was done talking to him, so I was like, let's go get a beer. Now, most men, if they were trying to hit on you in any capacity, would take that as a sign to offer to buy you a drink. One would think. Uh, This man did not offer at all. He was just like, oh, okay, great. We left, and I was like, if you're going to try to hit on me or pretend you're interested... The least you could do is take the outrageous hint when I flat out say I'm going to get a drink that maybe you could come buy me a drink and then maybe I would want to keep talking with you or dancing in your general vicinity. So that was the first man. We came back. This little group was gone. 
then this other dude and his friend kind of tried to slide and they were one was dancing with Brittany and one was trying to dance with me. This man had definitely a couple missing teeth. Just not great. And he was more grabby than the I don't want to say better looking, but comparatively, yes. Better looking guy who did not offer to buy me a drink. But he was gross, and I was just like, you're a disgusting man with no teeth, and the ball's on you to be trying to come at someone when half your mouth is missing. I don't know if I'm mad. I don't know if I'm impressed. I'm concerned. I always say, live your life. What is it? I live your life with the confidence of an average straight white man, like this man to a T. Where is this going? I don't know. We had to, like, duck out and try to escape these dudes because we wanted one more beer. We weren't ready to leave. And then we were just avoiding people on the dance floor. And I'm like, I'm too old to be doing this. And could I tell someone to go away? Yes, but I'm trying to just dance. And if you can't get the hints that I'm, like, actively dodging you, I cannot help you. We did have a great time. We ended up getting a free corn dog at the end of the night. At the end of the night, I guess when vendors are closing down and they have all these extra food... They just bring the trays into the street and hand out footlong corn dogs. So we got a late night snack. That was lovely as well. At the end of the state fair weekend, of course, on the last day I had to go watch uh, Grant's parents do their dancing. And our friends, the Tuts came, so they got to see them dance as well. And then I had to dip out of singing that afternoon very quickly to go to Emmett's fifth birthday party. As I said, packed weekend, pack things all the time. Um, Adrian had set up his birthday and it was something like gone wild zoo themed, very cute. Like 12 children, which is too many children. I'm sorry, Adrian, it was a lot. But she had a great time and she loved it. So, so many kids. Um, I got there late. I had a sandwich. I had some cupcakes. Then it was time to go swimming. And... The kids were kind of getting worn out at this point, but it was nice and a nice hot day to go swimming and get out of the sweat. Just relax for a minute. But yeah, just chaos. And I'm like, again, kids seem like a lot of freaking work, even though it was all very, very cute. Then that same night was time for Pitbull. And if you're new to this podcast, I learned last fall that I am somehow obsessed with Pitbull. He puts on an amazing, amazing show. My friend Jason, who went with me to the concert, flat out said multiple times that Pitbull changed his life. Non-ironically, he brings it up all the time. He's always asking when we're going to hang out again, when we're going to go to another Pitbull concert. And so I brought Adrian, as one does. Last time I wore this super cute, kind of open, slutty rhinestone shirt. And then when I got there, I learned that the cool kids, a.k.a. the teenage Gen Z girls, all dress up as Pitbull. And a bitch loves a theme. So I knew that we had to get bald caps. We had to get the aviators. We had to get button-up shirts. We had to put some chains on. And we had to dress up as Pitbull. Adrian naturally was in like the good best friend that she is. So we got ready for Pitbull. Uh, Grant walked in on... Adrian changing and me like half shirtless when he got home from work. We were dying laughing. Uh, And then we asked him to nicely give us a ride to the concert. We could not stop giggling in our little bald caps. We made him take a photo. 
he's like, I legitimately do not know what is wrong with you two. Like, something is clearly wrong in the head. And we're like, we're having a great time. He, he, he cannot stop laughing. We were driving up and he says, I don't see any other pit bulls. I said, I believe in them. The pit bulls will come. There will be other pit bulls here. We go into the concert, get through security, get our tickets scanned. Right away, I see two other pit bulls with another group of girls taking photos. I'm like, aha, our people are here. Now, when I first saw them, it was in Denver, and the pit bulls were everywhere. Herds and herds of pit bulls. Des Moines, much less pit bulls. I think I saw five or six other groups, maybe. Other people wanted to take their their picture with us. We took pictures with some other groups of pit bulls. <coughs> Excuse me, but... Not quite the same turnout as in Denver, but I have zero regrets. Everyone loved it. We had a great time. Now I know what I look like. I've had cancer and lost all my hair. Um, Pitbull does an amazing, amazing show. I have zero regrets. We had floor seats. They were so fucking good. This was a concert. One of my other friends from work described it as never have I gone to a concert where people have just been on their feet jumping the entire time. And that is exactly what Pitbull is. She put it in her top three concerts of all time. I think he's definitely my top five. As we were talking about it to someone else too, every song is a banger. Like, there is no low. Do you know that episode of How I Met Your Mother, the New Year's Eve episode in the first season, I think, when they get the limo and Barney brings his party CD mix? I don't remember what it's called, but he's like... That's the problem with a party mix. There's always a lull, but not with mine. It's all rage all the time. And that's exactly what a Pitbull concert is. Uh, Iggy Azalea was the opener. We did actually see her this time. Still on the fence if we missed her last time or not. Um, Homegirl did not do a lot of singing. She did a lot, a lot, a lot of twerking. And that girl has had some great work done. Her BBL doctor, amazing. The twerking was gorgeous, majestic. Those ass cheeks can sing. But actual singing, very minimal. Lots of lip syncing. Mainly just dancing. She went off stage at one point just for a little bit. And my friend Carrie had floor seats too on the other side. And she's like, yeah, I just saw her back there just like standing mid-concert, not even doing anything. And I'm like, this girl isn't even singing enough to be out of breath. I mean, as someone who cannot twerk their individual ass cheeks... Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but if Lizzo can play the flute, twerk, and sing slash rap the whole time, and she's probably not double because I don't want to hypothesize what anyone's weight is, she's probably a good 50 plus, 50, I don't know, she's double the size of Iggy Azalea, and that girl can definitely do it without getting out of breath. So, I am happy we saw Iggy Azalea. She's hot, she can twerk, but... Very short, like, 45-minute set. The classics were there. Fancy. Happy I saw her. Don't know if she can pull off a whole concert. And now I'm wondering if she's headlined before what that looks like. But we had an amazing time. It was a Sunday night, which was unfortunate. But as I said last time, as I will say forever, 10 of 10 would recommend... I think Pitbull kind of put, like, they're drastically different, and I did not know every Lady Gaga song because I've kind of fallen off the Chromatica newest album. 
I don't know if Pitbull was better, but I feel like I've been talking about Pitbull more passionately during this whole segment. So maybe, I don't know, two amazing acts less than a week apart. My body is tired, but I had the most fun. So if you can see Pitbull in a town near you, you have to go. You will absolutely have zero regrets. And speaking of that in pop culture news, everyone's favorite person in the whole world, except for mine, Taylor Swift has announced that she has a new album coming out. The VMAs were Sunday night. She won something. I don't know what. I did love her outfit. And then she announced that in October, I think the 21st, she's got a something about midnight, sleepless song, something. Her album's coming out. Everyone is losing their shit. It was supposedly a reward for all of us for getting, like, some winning her award last night. As you can see, I researched this topic a lot. I just don't love Taylor Swift. She's fine. I have no problem with her, but I'm not a Swifty. I've never been a Swifty. I don't have the passion for her. I feel like she plays the victim a lot. I am very intrigued to see what this album is like. I think with her, what, Evermore and Folklore albums... Probably listen to them, like, once through, if that. It's good. It's fine. It's just not for me. But if you're into that and you haven't heard, I'm sure you have. People are starting countdowns already. Taylor Swift's new album. The girl does keep busy. I will give her that. Okay. In unrelated but equally as important Bravo news. Carl and Lindsay from Summer House are fucking engaged. Yes, they're engaged. Uh, I think we did the math and they've been together maybe a year total. They've been friends forever, obviously. They got back together in the last, like, right after Summer House. But uh, my friend Joanna sent me a TikTok and it was rumored that Carl proposed and they filmed the engagement party for Summer House. I was like, I'm not sure I believe it. Let's see what happens. Uh, My friend Chelsea sent me the same TikTok, so I was like, okay, okay, I'm kind of in, I'll see. And then another TikTok got sent to me, and it was behind-the-scenes footage. And I was like, I cannot believe this is actually happening. Chelsea's like, you did not want this to be true. I was like, I just am shocked. I mean, they both are mid to late 30s, and I mean, they have known each other for forever. I just feel like I'm shocked that it has gone this quickly for them. But I love it because Carl's been sober, and I think Lindsay has been sober with him since they started dating, which is great for her. Will I miss crazy psycho? <coughs> Excuse me. Psycho hub house. Yes, a thousand percent. But I think it's so cute. And then I got another TikTok sent to me, and it was following Lindsay down the little path to the beach where Carl proposed. Her ring is huge. It is gorgeous. They look incredibly happy. And I am just very happy for them that they are actually going to make this work, hopefully. We may or may not have some over-under betting happening on how long they're going to stay together. I think we put it at eight months. I took the over. The touch took the over. Uh, Grant put them at April. They're going to break up. But I'm like, April is too soon. They got to get through the holidays. I bet they actually get married. I feel like... They're going to last a couple years, probably. I don't know. I'm wishing wishing them well. Also wishing I would stop choking on nothing in my throat. 
just live podcast recording in my living room, not being able to swallow or breathe. Um, I'm hoping for the best. I cannot wait to see what she does for wedding planning. I cannot wait for the next season of Summer House. I believe we have Winter House next too. I'm behind a little bit on Southern Charm. I am enjoying seeing Paige and Craig obviously on that though. So lots of exciting celebrity things happening out and about in the world. Okay, I think we will jump to our unsolicited recommendation of the week. Uh, I had more to talk about, but I feel like my throat is not agreeing with me. And we've already almost hit a half hour, so good job me. Um, What have I been watching? Well, the first couple things, when Adrian and I went to Chicago, as I said, we got wine drunk on the couch and we watched Netflix. The first thing you need to watch is The Girl in the Picture. This is a few months old, but it is this limited series, docu-series, I think three episodes. This girl ends up killed, and then they're trying to figure out who she is, where she came from, all of this stuff. Basically, the girl in the picture, who is she? That's the mystery. Um, Some terrible stuff happens. I'm not going to spoil any of it. I will say I did call the twist, to which Adrian said, you're way too happy that you figured out this disgusting, like... (laughs) solution to the problem. I was like, I'm just saying I like that I figured it out because I don't always figure things out like that all the time. So, um, if you are into true crime, it's short, three episodes. I think they're about an hour each. Really well done. Uh, lots of trigger warnings. So if you're not into graphic crime, you have issues with certain things, uh, this one might not be for you, but very weird. I feel like the ending was good. There was a solution. It's not like an unsolved mystery. So, has a solution. You just got to sit through some terrible things happening to get there. The other thing we watch on Netflix is this terrible, terrible romantic comedy. I don't know if it was made for TV or not, but it's called Little Italy. And Hayden Christensen is the guy. And then it has, oh, what's that girl's name? I have this all saved. The blonde girl from that other movie. You know, you know. Emma Roberts. (laughs) She is the other part of this couple. These two families have rivaling pizza shops and they, she returns from her chef training school to help her for vacation. But then she and Hayden Christensen have to battle it out for who has the best pizza in town because their families have been rivals for as long as anyone can remember. So, uh, it was one of the most horny rom-coms I've seen in a while. Like, slightly audacious comments about sexual innuendos and jokes and just throwing it all out there. Not what I expected from it. I'm not going to say that it is good. It has a 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, (laughs) but it is entertaining um, I'm trying to think on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 13%. So it is literal trash, but it is cute. It is kind of funny. If you get like two or three glasses of wine in, it will be right up your alley. Um, also on Netflix, uh, since I have returned, Grant and I watched The Most Hated Man on the Internet. Also a limited miniseries. I think three episodes as well. 
This is about the creator of the revenge porn website, Is Anyone Up? Now, this was happening when I was definitely of age to be, like, using the internet and all this stuff. But I had zero recollection of this happening. I think the website was popular during 2012, so I was just finishing college, but I had never heard of this. Basically, this man starts this website. He is the most hated man on the internet. He posts photos of people without their consent, and it's about this mom, and her daughter's one of the victims, and then she's going after him. And just kind of his entire rise and fall... And, you know, whether he was doing anything illegal or not to obtain these photos and just his followers were called the family. It was a cult. They basically were threatening to murder people who went against him. Also wild, also insane. I thought it was very well done. They asked the guy, and who I can't remember his name right now, to participate. And initially he said yes. And then he changed his mind, like, partway through. So, uh, if you're into... I almost said if you're into revenge porn, which not at all I meant, but if you are into more of that crime docu-series stuff that you probably should have remembered because you're not that old and it was happening during a very prominent time in your life, uh, Most Hated Man on the Internet, that one's on Netflix as well. Uh, I also finished F-Boy Island Season 2. Uh, great twist on the end there. I did not expect it at all. That one's on HBO. Will always recommend that. Uh, I am still watching The Bachelorette. I am caught up except for, what is this, last night when this comes out, Men Tell All. And then we get uh, Bachelor in Paradise in a couple weeks. So, lots to come there. But I think that is going to do it this week. Um, thank you all for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Tell me about what your top five concerts are. Tell me if your mom is also going around showing your bald cat photos to everyone. I'm not ashamed. She is. She thinks we're weird. I'm not saying we're not, but I had a great fucking time. So, I hope you're having a great week. I hope you have lovely Labor Day plans that are as exciting as mine, which will hopefully involve me sitting on a couch. Have a good time. Make good choices. I will see you guys next Tuesday. Oh, 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 oh,